Hey guys, welcome to another episode of True Stories Podcast with me, your host, Molly O'Brien. It's just me talking into my phone via the Anchor FM app. Anchor FM is a great tool for recording podcasts on your phone, and it seems like I'm published on all of the major platforms, so that's awesome. Um, I'm getting a lot of signs and mixed signals from the universe that I should really give stand-up like another shot. Because I was doing it and then COVID happened and like I wasn't even that great to begin with. And so like I went from having like like six minutes to like having two minutes and it was just very isolating and I kind of gave up and my friend Mr. Jokes died and it was all very difficult. And so I kind of just gave up on it. But whether it's stand up or TV writing, you know, I'm I'm just like getting a lot of, of energy like telepathic energy from all these different creators and people that that you know I'm I'm fans of I'm a fan of or or, or that I co- I'm connecting with it's really great like a lot of stuff has been happening recently a lot of people have been reaching out and this is the universe once again telling me to to continue the path that I'm on like in my life I stop and I I try to realize I try to recognize when when my universe is telling me to pursue something. And right now, my universe is telling me to pursue stand-up comedy and maybe also, at the same time, pursue defending civil liberties and constitutional rights. Hey, both can happen. I can be a First Amendment um, extremist. No, advocate. Rest in peace, Lenny Bruce, you died a convicted man. It's just insane. It really drives me insane what the Brennan court did to Lenny Bruce. But that, you know, we're just going to save that for another day. Because I have a lot to be thankful for. I got into an amazing clinical program at my school. And I'm, I'm you know... I'm doing the thing. I'm working, you know, at the legal nonprofit of my dreams and of your dreams. And it's really incredible. I had my first meeting today with my boss and I'm doing a lot of research and we're doing some cool things that I can't talk about. I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast as much as I want to talk about all the crazy shit I witness in the law and as funny as some of that shit might be I have to know my place in this universe and draw a line can't talk about that stuff but I am very proud of myself and I'm very happy with where I am in life I I feel like it's been a long time coming kept my head down in law school for a long time and now I get to learn from the best um at the same time though you know probably going to send a tape to SNL again. No, I never sent a tape to SNL. I sent um two two applications. And one time they wrote back. Thank you. And that was a great moment for me. Lots of fun. So, you know, I could do a lot of impressions. Um want to hear an impression of a baby. I can do that, but I won't. I'll do my Russian ex-boyfriend. 
who you buy and weepo. Okay, next topic is mushrooms. Anyway, um, so I was in LA on my first spring break as a law student. And I think I was just maybe trying to live out a fantasy I had in my younger years as an undergrad at Rutgers. Spring break, very romanticized notion. Um, so I, you know, booked, booked the flight and I booked um, a room at the Cadillac Hotel on the shore in Venice Beach in 2017 so this was right around the time snapchat set up shot there and there were a lot of protests and at the time there was like a pretty sizable houseless population and those motherfuckers were cool as hell they were some of them were not most of them were very cool um and a bunch of them were just singing one day, I'm on acid, I'm on acid. And I'm like, what's up with these guys, you know? Like, do they have acid? And they didn't. I asked. But this one guy, he was like, I know where you can get mushrooms. And I was like, okay, great. You know, what's your phone number? And so I'm texting him, no response all night. I'm thinking, that's totally fine, no big deal. He texts me the next morning, oh my God, so sorry. I was so high last night. I forgot I had a phone, and that's when I knew he probably had some really good drugs. And he didn't, but he had a friend that did, and we met on the on the boardwalk, and I won't forget, LAPD helicopter just, like, witnessed the whole thing. It was, like, right, hovering right above us, but we were white, so we were all white. So I don't, I don't think they were looking for us. Um, I bought an ounce of concentrated psilocybin, am I saying that right, inside a Tootsie Roll, and I took a little bit, and that was enough for me to, like, make friends with a bunch of people, make friends with the trees, have a great day at the beach, so much fun, and, but then I got to my hotel room, and I realized, and I was still tripping, and I really did make friends, I didn't make friends with the trees, but I made allies with the trees, Okay, let's rewind. I made allies with some trees and they had their branches cut off of them. And I was like, oh my God, like this is terrible what we did to you. Like humans, we shouldn't have done this. And they were like, you need to keep moving because the more you stand here and talk to us, the more you're going to stick out in your world and they might cut your arms off. And I was like, true. Like, I don't want to blow up your spot. So I left. And I'm pretty sure I saw Tom Waits playing guitar. And I was like, that can't be him. But it was probably him. It was awesome. Anyway, it was a guy that looked like Tom Waits. I can't remember if he sounded like him. I was tripping pretty hard by this point. I get back to my room and I realize the Tootsie Roll is melted inside this sweater I bought at an American Apparel. Because they were having huge clearance and I actually met the attorney for the guy who shot Sirhan Sirhan inside this American apparel. Like, I don't know. There's this street 
that runs parallel to the other street that runs parallel to the shoreline in LA. And so I was two blocks up, I think, from the shore. I don't know. And I met this guy inside an American apparel. He definitely had some issues. And he invited... I don't know how we got to talk because it was my my law-related tattoo. Always brings up like a lot of interesting memories and feelings for people. So they always tell me about them. And so this guy is like, oh my God, like I represented Sirhan Sirhan. And he lost, like he was a bad, he, you know, it was a bad case. Um, he lost. Um, and that guy's still in jail. And he just lost another appeal, I think. Hold on. He lost another appeal. Oh my God, this guy looks so angry. He looks like mad Sicilian. He's, um, oh my God, he was granted parole by a two-person panel. What? Oh, okay. Wow. And then on January 13, 2022, Governor Gavin Newsom blocked Sirhan's release on parole, according to... This Wikipedia page of Sirhan Sirhan, footnote 10. Oh, my God. What was I talking about? Mushroom. So I realized this Tootsie Roll had melted completely and it had, like, sand in it. And I was like, this was like a $40, $60 Tootsie Roll. I'm not going to throw it out. But I'm I, I'm so afraid. I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't I don't want to get arrested. I don't want to get searched by the TSA and get caught with this schedule one drug. It was 2017, so you know, weed was not legal. It was not decriminalized, you know, in a lot of places, especially New Jersey and federally, not weed. But yeah, weed too. And so I just took the whole thing. I was so scared I took the whole thing. And um and I watched the Los Angeles local public access television station for for seven hours. And then I went to LAX and I got searched by the TSA. And I was so glad that I had taken the mushrooms. And the guy, I usually get searched by the TSA because my name is Molly O'Brien. But I look so, but I don't look like a Molly O'Brien to some people. To some people I do. Most people I do. The first glance is like, she's not white. Second glance is like, she's definitely white, right? So I get searched by the TSA and he pulls out these cans of pistachios in my backpack. And he's like, we're all a little nuts here. And I was like, what is happening? I was tripping so hard. It was great. It was a good, good time. It's really fun being a white lady. I gotta, gotta say sometimes, not all the time. That time was cool. Um, so that's the story. I mean, there's more I could tell about this story. What else? There's the cab driver. My lift canceled on me. And I made friends with these cute little meth heads outside my hotel at 4 a.m. And uh, and then this, this yellow cab picked me up. 
and this guy looked just like my grandpa and he was telling me that uber shut down all of the computers in the city of la the day uber launched or something like silicon valley like hacked into all the yellow cab into the yellow cab system pretty tired and getting over a little cold because I've been using Benadryl to sleep at night and so now it's kind of fucked with my immune system at this point (sighs) man but I hope they legalize all drugs they really like Eric Andre said they really should do that I think for one maybe not maybe not um no, they should they should legalize all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stand up. I don't know. When am I going to go back to that? Um, hmm. Well, I never really, like, stopped completely. And so that's part of the problem. You have to be, like, honest with yourself. Especially if you're, like, a workaholic or you have FOMO or whatever your problem is. You have to be able to take a step back and and realize where you are in life and evaluate constantly um you know how how do you feel about things i'm going to be honest i have no fucking idea what i was talking about i completely forgot but my advice still stands don't go to law school don't do it just don't oh i remember what i was talking about Um, so yeah, once I have a job, you know, I'll get an agent. I mean, it's not like I don't, I have like odd jobs for days, literally days, hours. I'm celebrating 10 years as a journalist next month. I'm really excited. Technically this month, I probably got hired in like January. Thinking about trying to think when I was assigned my first story. That the city of New Brunswick is building a skate park. And I interviewed a man named Smudge. It was my first interview as a journalist. And let me pull up that quote. Because honestly, that's a lot of fun. Um, I feel like my voice sounds like really annoying. Like, just like really annoying. I have like a lot of manic energy. I got my student loan yesterday. I'm not like spending it like crazy. I almost bought these crazy basketball tickets and then I was like you know what Anthony Davis isn't even better yet so I'm gonna wait for him oh I can read you um are you still recording is it still recording so I can go into my notes I can read you a poem I wrote about Anthony Davis it's called Anthony Davis it's also about my own um recovery so I guess since this is a recovery podcast, I'll just I'll just read my fucking poem. Um, <clears throat> and this is dedicated to anyone who inspires me. All my heroes, the good, the bad, the ugly. I prefer my idols rested, especially when they're being tested by the powers that can create and destroy. I prefer to be invested in my own mental rest. It's just when I'm tested, I feel extremely pressured. And all I want to do is measure up, but all I actually do is fuck shit up. When really, I should just rest up instead of cocooning 
I am collapsing into myself like a dying star in the expanding void that is my home, purple and yellow. It just hasn't been the same since February 2020. That is kind of like a nod to Kobe dying. Draining my whole goddamn mind. I can't drink any of the fucking wine. There's enough training time and Los Angeles doesn't even have a fucking lake. Okay, rough drafts, rough drafts. Snap, snap, snap. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so this guy Smudge, he was just like chilling in this park and they were gonna build a skate park there. And so like I drove up and I saw this guy and his name was Smudge and I asked him, hey, what do you think about the plans for the new skate park? And he said something interesting. I don't... Here we go. Okay. He said something interesting. What was it? He said, who's going to use it? Nobody skates around here. I've been here 48 years, and I ain't seen one skateboard or a skate yet. I've seen them skating at the Walgreens parking lot, but that's 20 minutes away. Nevertheless, this is going on in my article. Nevertheless, Smudge agreed that the park could use a makeover. Everyone's been getting one except for us. That's good. That's real sensationalism right there. I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing, but it's something different. But then, like, I interviewed um, skateboarders, and I actually get, like, a lot of emails about about this article. I I think I've gotten the most emails about this article, which, which is fun because it was my first article published in February 2013. I also get a lot of emails about um, legal stuff that I've written about. Um... That's technically public information, but I don't need to tell you all my sources and everything. Um, So let's see. I don't know. I kind of ran through that mushroom story. Um, I'm in a different mood, you know. I had a good meeting today. I'm in a different mood. Um, You know... The bar exam's coming up. I'm really fucking nervous for that. Not so much for, like, the six essays and 200 multiple questions that I have to do in 12 hours, but more so the character and fitness portion of the exam. Um, Because they're going to ask, like, questions about... You, You have to tell them everything. You have to tell them where you lived the past 10 years, every address... You have to tell them anything you've ever been disciplined for. So anything on your record and your driving record the past 10 years. Is that not insane? And it varies state by state. So ideally, I'd like to be in New York, New Jersey, and Cali. But I'm going to just start with New York and New Jersey because it's the same test. Cali has a different test. Some of you might be familiar with Kim Kardashian passing her baby bar finally. That's a California requirement. If you don't go to law school, you can become a lawyer in some states like California. 
and they make you take a baby bar, which is just like your first year courses. It's essentially all the courses you're going to find on the bar, except less. That's why they call it the baby bar. They just like drill the same shit into you. Murder one v. murder two. Contracts, property, you know, civil procedure. It's all the same thing. Constitutional law, due process. All that fun stuff. Separation of powers. Constitutional law, con laws, that's my favorite. And yeah, like I said, I'm in this really great clinic. It's the Constitutional Rights Clinic. So we're defending civil liberties. We're defending people's right to just exist, you know, life, liberty, and due process. Bitch. What else can I talk about? Yeah, I don't know. I'm in recovery, like I said. Um, I could do um, more impressions. I, I don't want to do the baby right now. It's like 1.30 a.m. All right, well, it's been real. How long did I go for? I'm going to guess um, 14 minutes. 21 minutes. Wow. Now I'm going to listen to this. <clears throat> Um, so that's, that's my story, legalized drugs, um, true story, they should legalize all the drugs, and, you know, single is a Pringle, but once you pop, the fun don't stop, so I'll catch you next week, um, when I'm talking about the last time I had sex, and a cab driver who may or may not be stalking me. Um, unless of course I have sex before then, then it'll be the penultimate time I had sex. But it probably, that probably won't be the case. All right. Well, be well. Talk to you later. I love you. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Before I go, and... When I say before I go, I mean I listen to this podcast, and I just need to correct one thing. I didn't meet the attorney for the guy who shot Sirhan Sirhan. I met the attorney for the guy who shot Robert F. Kennedy, and his name was Sirhan Sirhan. So I met the, the public defender for the terrorist that shot Bobby Kennedy in 19... Sixty-three, I think it was sixty-three, or some some year in the sixties. I don't know. I'm a lawyer, um, but yeah, he was weird. He invited me back. Well, he was like, "Oh, I was in the LAPD," and he was like, showing me all his identification. And I was like, that's so weird that you're just showing me all your fucking Medicare cards right now, bro. And that you represented us Harris and you're just hanging out near these socks, talking to young women and inviting them back to your apartment. Like, that was the day Molly O'Brien drew a fucking line in the sand and said, no, no more with giving these, these nasty soul pilots my information going over their house, being that pro bono sugar baby that I love to be, that is the 
day, that is the moment when the public defender for Sirhan Sirhan invited me back to his condo in Santa Monica, I knew I had to leave. And I actually left my debit card. I had to go back to the American Apparel, and he was still there. He was still there an hour later talking with the cashiers. And the cashiers, they seemed scared. They really did. So so just that little correction. Um, okay, for real. I love you. Good night. Oh, it's still recording.